No, that's good. Keep listening to this podcast. Whatever you do out there, whoever you are in Mariner's land, keep listening to this podcast. You don't have to be loyal to a single podcast. Just keep this podcast in your rotation. You know, you can find me on Twitter at Prospect Insider. Baseball Things is the podcast, but keep listening to this podcast. Keep it in your rotation. All right. So one of the things I always like checking with guys about is kind of like, when did you know that you were really good at baseball? Like, when did you know it was going to be this special thing? Uh, it was pretty much right after the COVID pandemic happened. Uh, we jumped back into baseball and my Vila shot up and we started really seeing baseball as a serious opportunity for me to either go to college or as I am now in pro ball. So how, how old were you when you kind of came out of the COVID stuff? I think I was 16. Okay, so when you say you saw a big jump in velocity, what kind of jump are you talking about? It was pre-COVID. I was 84, 85. After COVID, I was 87. By the end of that COVID season, I was 90. So that's a pretty substantial jump. Was program or training program you were on during that downtime? Yeah, it was. I wouldn't even call it a program. It was just me lifting and eating. I didn't have like a specific thing. I just worked out with some buddies and saw a big gain in weight. And then during COVID, uh, just doing like long toss and all that. Did you grow during that period as well, like height-wise? Yeah, a little bit. I think I grew about one or two inches maybe. Sometimes you'll hear the stories about the guys who they come back and they're six inches tall and that's a big reason for it. But it was an injury too. Yeah. So – did you get to go play like some circuits and showcases and stuff like that? Uh, not then. I did uh, a pro case with PBR, and that was about it for that that um that year. And then the year after, I did. I think I've been. I did a another kind of pro case thing at Kauffman Stadium, the Select Fifty, and then I think that was all for that year. It's kind of like one thing a year. This year was the combine. Going into that select 50, was that kind of your first experience with seeing a ton of talent in one place? Yeah, definitely. A lot of those guys were, were were the real deal, and facing them would have been my first time really facing like truly competitive hitters. Who were the guys that stood out at that to you, like either on the hitting or the pitching side? These guys are something else. I couldn't really tell you names. There was one batter. Actually, the first batter I faced almost took me out of the yard. So uh, there's that guy, but I, I don't know his name. And I think I only stayed for the first game, and there was, I think, three or two. So you mentioned kind of coming out of COVID is when you saw the velo jump, and you kind of knew that the pros was going to be a chance. At what point during this last year did you start hearing some of this draft chatter about, like, oh, AJ Izzy's going to kind of be a top 100, top 200 guy, and he might go in the top five rounds. Yeah, it was pretty much my – during, like, my training, uh, I would have, like, a, maybe a scout or two come watch me train with my pitching coach, and that's when the talk of me kind of started. First game of the season, we had, uh, we had Noah throwing, so all the scouts were there for him, and they stayed after for me. And that's when I kind of like jumped onto the board with all that. So in a way it was right place, right time. Cause they just stuck around cause they were there for somebody else and got to see you. 
Yeah, they were there for Noah Schultz. So having me pitch after him was kind of like the plan because they would have came and saw me different days. But having us both at the same time, that was probably my best outing uh, through the hardest that day. All my pitches were there. So it kind of put me on, on the map for, for being able to be in the pro scene. Wow, that's incredible because that's one of those opportunities you hear about guys they get and some guys miss and some guys hit on it. And for you to bring yeah. your stuff that day, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So with the fastball view, how hard or how high have you gotten up to? I've heard reports of like 95, 96. Uh, the highest is 97. Okay. Was that in a game or just kind of like in a bullpen session type thing? It was both. I threw it once in a bullpen and then once in my first game. And then since then, it's been 96. So when you're kind of throwing some of those bullpen sessions, have you ever been tempted to put kind of a little extra on it and see if you can get up to 99, 100? Yeah, there's been some like some temptations as I throw, but always making sure that I'm not like going out beyond what I know I can do and risking injury for sure. Got to make sure I'm staying healthy and really bullpens. They don't really mean that much. And one tick higher doesn't mean much. As long as I can say throw 96 or 95 for a strike, that's all that really matters. If I throw 97, 98 for a ball and hurt myself, that's not good. That's some real maturity in just as a fan, that's that's nice hearing something like that. So as the draft's getting closer, what kind of buzz are you hearing around your name? Yeah, so after the combine, there was a little bit more talking with me and my, my advisor about like what, what's going to happen, what we're going to do. I had calls with my college coaches about like what our plan was and how we'd go with them and with the draft. And then uh, just talking or getting talks like mostly the day before or the day of the day I got picked. My advisor called me and he's like, you got these these three teams. I could try to talk to them. And then he called me about the Mariners and it was it's pretty much like they gave the offer I wanted. So that's how it happened. So even if it was I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this, if it wasn't going to be enough on the offer from them, would you have would they have gone a different route and you would have gone to, was it Wichita State? Yeah, I think I think that's what would have happened. Gotcha. Was it close with uh, those two other teams that you were talking about? Uh, no, they. I don't think they even gave an offer. They were just in talking about one. So really it was just the Mariners and they put the offer out that you needed? And... Yeah. Wow. So did you have a number? You were talking to like your advisor and stuff about, hey, if we get this number, we're gonna gonna go pro. Yeah, we we discussed a, a number with each team, like what it would take with each team for me to sign, and we pretty much stuck to it. I guess for you, that's gotta with the way the baseball draft set up, it's gotta make it a little bit more stressful knowing a team could draft you early with the attention of going under slot, or a team could take you late with the attention of going over slot. Yeah, it's super stressful. Because really, I didn't know much besides whatever my advisor told me. It wasn't really a close call. It was just those two other teams and the Mariners. and Yeah. So since you've gone drafted with the nice little signing bonus, have you gone out and made any splurge purchases yet? Or are you just kind of waiting and saving and seeing what happens? Uh, Really waiting and saving. I mean, I could say it's a splurge, but I bought a scooter for transportation between the apartment that we're at and the facility. But besides that, I've, I haven't really spent much besides food. 
Oh, that just seems like a good way of saving money instead of having to Uber and taxi everywhere. Yeah, it's a lot easier. So, fine. Mention going to games and whatnot. What's the the plan that the Mariners have you on right now? Yeah, so right now they're just on like for me being small and skinny, they want me to add weight. So it's pretty much throw, lift, eat, eat some more, and then sleep and repeat. So it really is one of those like tight plans where it's just let's get you big and go from there. Yeah, I mean I've already put on ten pounds since I got here, which is amazing so far. But they want to see another ten by next year, and I mean if I do that, they've talked about going to an affiliate or somewhere. So I'll be throwing there. Not really sure when and where, but as long as everything goes to plan with adding weight and adding strength, I should be somewhere pitching. So with being a, a skinnier guy, as you mentioned, uh, what kind of size are you talking about? I think I saw, what, 6'3", 170 range? Uh, that's what I am now. Before I got – or before that, I was one, I was 6'3", 160, like on my best day. So like 158, 159. Oh, wow. So they want you to get up to 180-ish? Yeah. And how do you feel so far with just even in this, what, just a month or so of putting on weight, do you feel stronger, like uh, more stamina building up, or is it just kind of tough getting used to it? Yeah, definitely a lot stronger. When I'm lifting, I could tell that I could do more weight for more reps, and everything seems a little bit easier now that I'm kind of getting conditioned to lifting four times a week and throwing almost every day now. And how different is that from kind of the plans you were on in high school? It's so much different. High school is like, maybe I'll go lift this morning if I have time. But here it's like, I my schedule makes me lift and I kind of like it. It's given me kind of like a routine to follow. And every day I, I pretty much I'm in there same time. I'm out of there around the same time, get all my work done, get it done quick and ready for the next day. And has it caught up with you yet that? two months ago pretty much you were a student athlete and now you're a professional baseball player still hasn't really i mean it's kind of crazy because all my friends are going to to college and it's like if i didn't go here i'd be right where they are so it's still a little crazy to think about and i guess even running back to when you talk about having that number with your advisor even when the mariners gave that number were you still riding the fence about do i want to go to college or do i want to go pro yeah a little bit uh i was thinking like this could be either the best decision or the worst decision of my life. And I think we made it. And so far I've had zero regrets. It's been probably the greatest decision of my life. That, that's awesome to hear. Do they have you thrown any kind of simulated games or bullpen sessions? or is it just No, kind of- it's mainly just been like long toss or working on some grips on, on flat ground, stuff like that. No, no bullpens or in-game stuff for, for me yet. Gotcha. And really the only pitch we've talked so far about with you is the heater. So you bring in on the mound. Yeah. So I have a, a slider and a changeup. Changeup's kind of been the the work, like developing pitch. I've been working a lot to make it like an effective, useful pitch for me to have a, in my arsenal. And then my slider this year has kind of picked up. I, I worked on a new grip in the off season and it's stuck. It's gotten a lot of break, got a lot of, uh, swing of misses in high school, so hopefully I can improve on that here. So from what I hear, uh, the Mariners are really good at making sliders really good. So, yeah, you can see that when you're watching the big league team. I think they ten or eleven guys in all of baseball like swing and miss rates yeah. with their slider or something. So 
being yeah. a guy that's drafted who's tall and lanky. I'll say that instead of skinny. Um, kind of <laughs> knowing that they can help you out. The slider is a good place to be. Yeah, for sure. So is that you're just bringing the three pitches, the fastball slider changeup, or is there anything else you're you're tinkering with? That's it right now. I mean, maybe if as soon as I get a bump, they'll they'll try to work in like a curveball or cutter or something like that. I mean, I'm open to any pitch if they think it'll work and I can work on it. I'll I'll try it. So between the developing the change, having a nice fastball, and then the new grip on the slider, what's your go-to pitch? Definitely the fastball. It's just been the most comfortable, the one I could throw in, out, up, down, whenever needed. So I've just been that, that comfortable like pocket pitch if I ever need it anytime. And one of the things I'm always interested in seeing with guys that I haven't seen pitch a lot is the the plane and movement of their fastball. Are you throwing straight four seam or does it have a little bit of side to side on it? Yeah, I throw a two seam with when I keep it low, it has a good good uh, uh, vertical break and then it's got a couple inches of run they say it's a four seam but it's a two seam it's got a little bit of rise I don't know how but it's got some rise in it as I've seen in bullpens with my pitching coach but I mean it gets lots of swing and misses when I keep it low and when I when I elevate it it gets a little ride and run so it's pretty effective well knowing that you got and write in on guys, the slider that breaks away and the changeup that drops. That's for hitters to deal with, knowing that your ball could go anywhere. Yeah, definitely been, at least for the changeup, that's been the one I've been trying to develop to go down. It's kind of been more of a left to right movement, and I want to get it to that up and down just to have one that kind of drops because, like you said, slider goes in, fastball goes away. Getting that one to drop would be a big pitch to just make – Make hitters have to guess more and really not know what's coming. So the focus is getting that chain on a different plane than the fat. You can get to drop down instead. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So before I let you go, I want to go with one baseball question. Okay. I, I got two of them. You got any uh, superstitions? You're, you know, some guys don't like talking. Guys do. But. No, I actually I don't really have one that I can think of. Actually, might have to make one. <laughs> there you go. Was there anybody that you saw in high school that's like, man, this guy is kind of odd out there? He's got some weird superstitions going on. Mm, again, no, not really. Uh, actually, actually, yes, there was. There was a pitcher on our school team who had to drink Dr Pepper in the dugout. He'd bring oh, really? four cans, five cans, yeah. Throwing four or five cans, Daisy wasn't pitching, Daisy was. He was like a, a Dr. Pepper addict. That is a new one. I've never heard of anything. Yeah, it was crazy. Man, that guy's got to try and get a little sponsorship going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the last one is, uh, what's your favorite baseball movie? Uh, Probably Sandlot. Always like that. Maybe if not Sandlot, um, what's it called? Rookie of the Year. That's a good one. Those are two good choices. A little older school with it, too. That's nice to hear. Yeah. All right, AJ. Well, thanks for uh, joining us tonight and best of luck with the Mariners. Yeah, thanks for having me.